Jordani Karma, and I've loved to read ever since I can remember. Last year, I set off on a reading adventure I called my Year of Fiction, choosing a specific genre or theme in adult fiction for 12 months of reading. Discovering so many new genres and authors to read was amazing, but also bewildering. I gave up my structured approach after completing my year-long reading project, but after a month or so of picking up books at random, I realized I needed to find structure in my reading life again. The right framework frees up my reading life, keeping me focused on enjoying the book in my hand instead of feeling pressured to pick up the next shiny new read or distracted by the hundreds of other titles on my TBR lists. That's why in this new season, I wanted to detail specific ways I approach my reading life. I hope my reading journey helps you find what works for you. This is season two, episode four of Reading Like an Adult, and in this episode, we're going to talk about books I stopped reading. There are lots of reasons to stop reading a book, but I think they mostly boil down to these three. The first reason is that the book isn't good. We don't have to name names or list titles, but I think it's okay to say that there are some bad books that get published. That being said, I also think it's unusual to find a truly bad book. The most common reason to put down a book is the second reason. It's just not the right fit for you. What we're going to talk about in this episode is the third reason to stop reading a book, because it's not the right fit for you right now. Sometimes you need a reading reset. Sometimes a specific struggle in your life means you can't read anything that's too close to home. Sometimes a book will be a great fit for you someday, but it's not what you need right now with where you are in your real life and in your reading life and the ways they intertwine. Let me list a few reasons why a book might not be the right fit, and you can see if they resonate with you. Reason 1. You're in a place where you don't want to read anything that makes you sad. This reason comes up a lot for me. I go through reading seasons where I can only handle my comfort genres, or I just want to read fast-paced, funny novels, or I reach for a lot of glossy chiclet. Reason 2. Your literal stack of books to read is overwhelming, and right now you can't read any book that requires too much focus. Sometimes you need to zip through some fast reads. It's okay if you don't have the mental and emotional capacity for, say, richly drawn, character-driven literary fiction right now. Reason three, you love X genre, but right now you need a break from it. I've definitely burned myself out on a genre or two before, so I try to pace my reading life with some caution. I don't want to overdo it on a genre that I love and then not want to pick it up again for years. Now let's talk about some specific examples of books I stopped reading not because they were bad, but because they weren't the right read for me at the time. One book that I stopped reading this year was The Memoir Club. I thought this was a lovely read, and I made it around 100 pages into the story about a group of women who meet in a writing class and create their own memoir club. The book explores each of their backstories, the love and life and emotional baggage that every woman brings to the writing group and to her memoir. It's a book about how each of us has an incredible story to share if we can find the voice to share it. I stopped reading it for the best reasons. The Memoir Club features characters who feel real and draw you into their lives, so I couldn't help being emotionally invested in the story. Unfortunately, I was trying to read it during a time of personal upheaval, and I had too much emotion invested in my own real life to have any space for fictional characters' problems. I needed reads that were fast, pulled me in, and didn't require so much emotional investment. Another book I stopped reading is one I picked up, loved, and almost immediately put down, Trick Mirror Reflections on Self-Delusion by Gia Tolentino. 
it's a, an essay collection about feminism, technology, the rise of internet culture, and the forces that shape us in the online age, whether we like it or not. I only read the first essay on my first reading attempt, but I found the writing to be sharp, canny, and funny. In a way, it was too good to read at that specific moment. I was distracted by real life, and I had an intimidating stack of library books that even I couldn't finish in time. I had to make some tough decisions. So what I decided to do is add Trick Mirror to my 2022 reading list. For context, I did this back in April 2021. If you don't yet have a reading list or lists for next year, then congratulations, you're not a crazy person. For whatever reason, it was the right decision for me to wait on this book, even though I think it will be a perfect read for me, because I want to read it at a time when I can focus on the writing and not be distracted by the rest of my TBR list and or anything going on in my personal life. Bookmarking it for next year worked for me because that meant I'm not losing track of it, and I have a specific plan to read it, but I can also set it aside and focus on my reading theme for this month, and next month, and the month after that. Sometimes your attention span just isn't in the right place for a specific read. I read almost half of The City We Became by N.K. Jemisin, and reluctantly stopped reading when I found it too overwhelming. This epic urban fantasy is both best-selling and beloved. Its sweeping journey and rich characters didn't disappoint, but my attention span couldn't handle the 50-page scenes that typically make up one chapter of the novel. This is absolutely my broken brain's fault, and N.K. Jameson is not to blame in the least. I tried both print and audio for this book, and while I thought the narrator was a perfect choice, the audio version featured additional sound effects that startled me every time and were just too much stimulation. I'm hopeful I'll return to it in the print version and get to meet all six avatars next time. It's a work in progress, but I'm trying to be more and more okay with putting down books. It's okay to put a pin in a book for later. It's also okay to hit that point with a book where you've read enough of it to get the idea and don't want to keep going. Sometimes you have to prioritize the rest of your TBR list. Dead Famous, An Unexpected History of Celebrity from Bronze Age to Silver Screen by Greg Jenner was one of those reads for me. I loved the concept of a book that's all about the evolution of celebrity, and I enjoyed Jenner's irreverent approach and research uncovering unusual stories of people who are famous in their own time, but are no longer household names. But something about the way the book was structured by topic instead of timeline didn't work for my brain, and I hit a point where I'd read enough stories about quasi-famous or full-on famous people. This book is still incomplete on my Kindle, and I'm fine with that. It's there if I ever need to pick it back up again. Another potentially great book that I stopped reading was The Ghosts of Eden Park, The Bootleg King, The Women Who Pursued Him, and The Murder That Shocked Jazz Age America by Karen Abbott. This nonfiction read is a true crime story of whiskey and murder during Prohibition, and it couldn't have sounded more fascinating. I mean, check out that subtitle. But this was another read that I picked up and realized I couldn't focus on at the moment. I didn't want to rush through it or get halfway and feel guilty for stopping, so I decided to stop reading after the prologue so I can pick it up again someday for the full experience. Sometimes you need a reading reset. Coming into 2021 with a big plan, I thought that this would be a year of reading a lot of nonfiction for me. Following my year of exploring fiction, I was eager to pick up the nonfiction titles filling my TBR list. But while I've still definitely read a lot of nonfiction this year, it's not the volume I expected. Most of my nonfiction reads were memoirs and or essay collections, 
and I haven't found the focus necessary for me to read a lot of narrative nonfiction. I picked up The Ghost of Eden Park right after reading The Castle on Sunset, Life, Death, Love, Art, and Scandal at Hollywood Chateau Maman by Sean Levy, and The Barbizon, The Hotel That Set Women Free by Paulina Bren. I enjoyed both of these reads about famous places and the people who drifted through them, but maybe after reading them I just hit my limit on nonfiction for the moment. I've also learned to be careful about burning out in genres I used to love. Sometimes getting on a reading kick and then staying there too long can be dangerous. It's good for your reading life to mix it up. If you start to feel like you're forcing yourself to reach for that next read, it's a signal that you need a reading reset, whatever that looks like for you. One of the trickiest parts of the reading life is that decision to keep reading or to let go of that book and move on to the next read. Only you can find the right balance. I'm still working on finding mine. I'd love to hear more about the books you stopped reading. You can reach out to this podcast on Twitter at Reading Adult. Thanks for listening. You can visit readinglikeanadult.com for the show notes with all the titles mentioned in this episode. If you're interested in reading recommendations from me, personalized for you and delivered to your inbox, you can check out my Substack newsletter, People Who Like Things. This episode was written, narrated, and produced by me. I'm Jordan E. Karma, and I'm glad you're joining me on this reading journey. In the next and final episode of this mini-season, we'll talk about my reading life wish list, the big goals I have for my reading life that I hope will inspire yours.